0: Welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. This is Wicked Sources. I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting from Los Angeles. Every week, I have news info that could affect you. And in this segment called "Know Your Cannabis," the Everything Weed Show, we talk about the politics, the legislation, the products, what's going on behind the scenes, and of course, a lot of my own experiences since I'm a long-standing uh, OG stoner myself. So. In today's episode, we're gonna cover two stories. One being that a large cannabis company wants to infuse whiskey with cannabis or cannabis with whiskey. Uh, I'm confused about that one, but we're gonna check it out. The next one is talking about a study that uh, concluded um, states that have some kind of cannabis uh, legislation have better employment, and that has me scratching my head too. So if you find some value, smash the like for the algos, sub if you want to stick around. Let's start with the first one, which is the cannabis-infused whiskey slash whiskey-infused cannabis, whatever it may be. But from the horse's mouth right here, check it out. Help us understand the vision here. Is is it whiskey-infused with marijuana? What's the logic behind this this deal? And you are on quite a buying spree, as usual. First of all, you know, Breckenridge Distillery... Is a fast growing brand, spirits business. The whiskey business is growing over ten percent. It's actually the fastest growing within the spirits category next to you know tequila and vodka. So as you know, I want to be in businesses which are growing fast. You look at cannabis, you know, it's gonna be a hundred billion dollar opportunity in the US. You look at, you know, the whiskey business, it will be about a hundred billion dollars. The next question would be like, does this guy even smoke weed? That was my initial thought too. Like he's the CEO, does he even smoke weed? How? He probably drinks whiskey, but does he know anything about weed or is it just the numbers? Now, it sounds like to me that they're either pivoting and trying to do something else. The, he did mention, this is more business aspect of it. He, he did mention that uh, whiskey is growing 10%, uh, I guess, annually, and uh, they want some, uh, some uh, participation in that growth. So that's the reason for the purchase. I don't see how they're gonna be mixing these two things, infusing whiskey with some THC. What are the proportions? Maybe their scientists can figure it out. My personal experience from ever using liquor and weed have never been good in all in my 20 years of uh, consuming cannabis. So I don't know how they're going to do that. It's possibly my opinion possibly going to be a failure. Um, but you live and you learn. You know, um, It is what it is. Moving on, we're going to talk about this next story, which is um, really curious to me. It is relating to the employment aspect of uh, cannabis within states that have it legalized. So let me bring it up for you. So here we can see allowing legal cannabis dispensaries boosts employment rates in Colorado counties. So this is one study, and we don't know necessarily if it's going to be in other places too. So legalization of adult use cannabis in Colorado increased jobs and did not negatively impact worker productivity, I guess, because they figured we'd all be stoned and don't want to work. Uh, Turns out unemployment checks did that better than we did. According to a new study based on eight years of data, this is what they're seeing. Researchers also found that unemployment fell in counties in which dispensaries opened compared to counties in which dispensaries did not open. An overall employment increase, particularly in manufacturing as a result, or as a response to dispensaries opening in a county. In quotes they say, in terms of jobs, it is clearly the counties with the recreational dispensaries that benefited most after Colorado legalized adult use cannabis. So using county level Colorado data from 2011 to 2018, and taking advantage of the variation across counties in terms of both the existence and the start dates of dispensary sales, the researchers tested for changes in the unemployment rate, employment and wages, and overall by industry subsector. So Canvas has all of these things that are happening. Manufacturing was really interesting. Of course, I would see that uh, probably uh, boost employment. But, um, you know, what about... Uh, What about other states? I would like to see a comparison. So continuing the study published recently in IZA Journal of Labor Economics found that a dispensary opening triggered a decrease in the unemployment rate driven by a four and a half percent increase in employment rather than any reduction in labor force participation. The authors found no evidence of any increase in wages or labor force participation. However, leading them to conclude that this new employment appeared to be drawing from unemployed and self-employed workers, rather than pulling cannabis employees away from other industries. In quotes, overall, the findings in this paper provide evidence that recreational cannabis dispensaries improved county-level labor market conditions in Colorado. The authors, which also include a researcher from California Polytechnic University, says this appears to be the first published study on the effects of recreational cannabis legalization on labor market outcomes beyond disability claims, and they credit the robust impact on the labor market participation from adult use cannabis in 2012 to the long supply chain that includes cannabis cultivators, extraction services, product manufacturers, testing facilities, distributions, and retail stores. Technology innovations in THC and CBD extraction and concentration also appear to be driving growth in the industry. Our results suggest that policymakers considering recreational access to cannabis should anticipate a possible increase in employment. Um, They also grappled with what this research means for newly legal adult use states like New York and New Jersey, which are allowing local communities to ban cannabis businesses and Um, New Mexico, where local governments are allowed to limit the number of dispensaries or restrict where they are located, but may not ban them entirely. Uh, In quotes, our results suggest that by preventing counties from banning dispensaries, New Mexico's approach to legalizing cannabis will yield more widespread employment benefits than those experienced in Colorado. Um... In fact, we may already have begun experiencing some of the benefits as producers begin preparing for dispensaries to open in April 2022. As more policymakers at the state and local levels consider their responses uh, to new legalization initiatives, the authors say that their results suggest that policymakers considering recreational access to cannabis should consider employment effects as a potential outcome from recreational cannabis legalization, but should also account for significant differences for counties with and without recreational uh, dispensaries. So the numbers are out and it's suggesting that cannabis is good for employment. I would wonder how much uh, is it going to improve? Not everyone's going to go get a cannabis job, let's face it. Uh, Some people who are already doing their jobs may love it or hate it Um, It's it's interesting to see that policymakers though they are incentivized by trying to help the communities Terms of employment. That's good um, still uh, Is worrisome because we don't know like how much of an impact positive impact that's gonna have Uh, We still have a raging black market. That's taking away from these uh, legal markets, and it's uh, for the most part there's an oversaturation of cannabis everywhere, driving the prices down. Good for the consumers, but again, if we're thinking about employment, how you know how is any place going to be able to keep people employed uh, with a wage that's actually uh, livable, if the cost of the products going down, it's everywhere. The black market is still thriving. Uh, These are the things, these are the thoughts that go through my head. I just, you know, I get where they're coming from. And it's nice to see that there are jobs being created uh, across all those areas from lab testing to uh, the manufacturing to extraction. Uh, These are all subsectors of cannabis and they're all needed in order to get all the byproducts and all the things to make it work. Um, that's, that's a lot of jobs, yes, and in every county or state as it continues to grow, will continue to provide um, the infrastructure and uh, be able to get us more cannabis. Again, we have a saturation, so I don't know if the answer is more cannabis. Do we need more cannabis to uh, improve employment until we have too much cannabis and nobody has a job? because. Um, no one's able to pay living wages, even if it is weed. Bigger question that might solve this problem is, will they actually be reasonable about taxation? On a federal level, we've seen Macy's bill that talks about what that um, what that will be like if passed. Uh, reasonable. Don't know all the facts. It was like 92 pages, so we were only able to look at uh, maybe... a less than a handful, uh, but a lot of it made sense. Well, what about on a state level? What's the taxation for that going to look like? If we're still paying 20% taxes for cannabis, I mean, it's a consumable. How much money does the government need to make off of this in order for it, uh, to be legal? Or is it just the beginning phases? Um, they've set a very high, very high benchmark. I feel like for, uh, for all of this, um, if they come down, it's not good. So for taxation, we've only seen it go one direction. It's always up. It, uh, it rarely comes down. Um, and if it does, something else is going up. Um, I see this as one way to combat this issue because it is an issue no matter how many jobs we add if there's a saturation of weed in the market that no one's willing to smoke or willing to buy from the legal markets because of taxation and this raging black market that continues to pump weed into the market at unprecedented levels um, and it's dirt cheap, sure, we have an abundance of weed and it's showing like we'll have, you know, a lot of jobs being created, but for how long? What do you guys think? Leave them down below.